0: Welcome back to the captain's run with Chemist Warehouse. We are here for Chemist Warehouse, heading to Chemist Warehouse for great savings uh, every day. Uh, club bosses to meet with the NRL over its origin schedule. Club bosses are set to meet with the NRL today and discuss a proposal to condense the origin series to a four-week period. Wayne mm. Bennett, Nick Politis, Frank Panisi, Blake Solly have all spoken about change to origin structure. Kim do you think origin schedule
1: should change to reduce the effect on NRL clubs? Well, well there's all been... There's, different theories right around origin and and the impact that it has on club footy. And I, you know, I can see the point of fans in particular, but also, you know, club officials and, um, you know, football departments looking at ways to try and minimize the impact it has. Like you lose all your top liners um, are gone for a period of time. They very, when they come back into club land, they very seldomly train with the first grade squad. Most times the coaches give them off until the captain's run they play the following day, and then they give them another few days of rest. So you lose a bit of that sort of continuity with your footy side because these players spend so much time away from um, the main squad during that, what is it, six-week, seven-week period at the moment. So I can understand why they want to try and condense this. And by condensing it, I'm assuming they're, they're going to shut the comp down as well, Kempy, is, is that what you're hearing?
0: I mean, I'd assume so. It'd be insanity to go, you know, three weeks in a row, you, you lose all the build-up, you lose all the hype, the um, form in between games where, you know, a guy has two good games, a guy has two poor games. I think surely you'd have to shut it down and focus on origin and in the international game.
1: Mm. Because uh, unless they're just saying, look, the, the three games need to be played within a four-week period. Isn't that worse, though, by making them pl- like that intensity? Well, I- yeah, I guess the workload on on those origin those guys playing origin is greater. Mm. You would say, yeah, particularly if they're asked to go back and play club football as well. Oh. so you by the looks of it, like by saying let's condense it to four weeks, you would like to think that, that it was sort of it's it's almost back to back to back, yeah, um, yep. game. So it's like a maybe maybe a ten day lead into game one, and then it's a week. To the next game, or nine days to the next game, and then another nine days. What's that? Do your math there. That's probably longer. Way well, too longer. No, that's about four weeks. Yeah. That's, that's about four weeks. It's about 30 days, so. Yeah, so what? Nine, eighteen plus 18 plus 10, 28. It's exact. Boom. Seven, fours, 28. There, there you go. go. I'm a mathematician.
0: I tell you what, mate. It's my you, hidden talent. I tell you what, you could have been an
1: accountant. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the same physique. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, disrespect to all the accountants out there listening, our, our very, very loyal listeners of the Captain's Run, who are accountants, mm. great people of the world.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: Um, yeah. So there
0: you go. Stop me from getting fined
1: by the government. So there you go. There you go, Kempi. Maybe it's a 10-day lead-in, game one, nine-day break, game two, nine-day break, game three.
0: I like it, especially if they're – look, this is a real opportunity to go instead of extending the season and making players play all the way into the depths of November or, you know, late October. No,
1: yeah, you can't do that. You
0: know, because this gives the opportunity for the international game to go, okay, if we shut the comp down for four weeks, Mm -hmm. anyone that doesn't, you know, uh, qualify for the international teams or origin, they play Q Cup or New South Wales Cup, so that bolsters the reserve grade sites, brings people to those games as well. But also, it completely gets rid of the eligibility concerns. Yes. Because everyone is just playing for who they are most connected to and who they want to play for. Yes. Um, and I, I think that it, it, it almost um, kills two birds with one stone because it's going to bring back – not bring back, it's going to increase the engagement with the international game by giving some of our you know other nations an opportunity to play more rugby league together so it'll make the World Cup better when it comes around or make international games better. And also, it'll give – Those, you know, outside of Origin fans, when it comes to like Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, PNG, all of those countries, gives them a locked in each year. They get to look forward to that part of the year.
1: Yeah. And nearly every player would be involved in either Origin or that representative, that international football, wouldn't they? Oh, for
0: sure. For sure. But when
1: you look at, uh, I think at the moment, like the Penrith Panthers, they have 26 representative players. Wow. Now I know they're one of the, you know, they are the the benchmark of the competition, have been for a few years. But like if you go through, you know, Melbourne, you go through Brisbane, nearly every club would have pretty much all of their players playing either state of origin or some sort of international football during that little period. Mm. So everyone, everyone, you know, gets their, gets their footy. They maintain their match fitness and all their, you know, touch with the football and all their timing and all that sort of stuff. No one's sitting still for, for a month. Mm. And, and there's plenty of football on show for all the fans.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think it's a, a really – and also you make it like a magic month. You know, you, you the media spend around it, the hype you could build around it where – because, you know, during Origin, it's great to see the young guys come through. Like I got my debut when Carmichael, I think – yeah, Carmichael had been called up into the Origin side. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know some people say, oh, the young fellas wouldn't get a debut – if Origin, you know, they didn't lose their key players. And so I get the uh, the argument that you want to see these young guns play for the club. But, I mean, me personally as a fan, when it gets around Origin time, I, obviously I still watch the footy, but it, it's just – I'm all I'm thinking about is Origin. That's all I'm thinking about. I'm, I'm not thinking yeah. about Club.
1: Yeah. Um, and in the same breath, right, in the same conversation, if they weren't to change it, I'd be happy with that too, to be mm. honest. Mm. Like, I, I, you know, I was lucky enough to play – um, state of origin in that structure of you know the three game series with you know, it takes about six or seven weeks for it to be completed from a player's point of view un- until the very last series that I played uh, that I was a part of in, in 2017 like I didn't really you know sort of feel the effects of it all that much like sure you're a little bit fatigued when you come back to your club um, you know you just played a game of the highest intensity on a Wednesday night but I don't know, there was always something about myself and, and all of my teammates at the Melbourne Storm too. Like there was some sort of like pride in, in going back and pulling on the Melbourne Storm jersey. Mm. Which I'm sure a lot of a lot of other players do at all the other clubs as well. But it wasn't until the very end, Kempi, when, you know, I was I was at the very back end of my career when I finished up where I, I, I just I physically and mentally could not get back for that game on the weekend, which was, you know, two or three days after the the state of origin match. So I like that we're having conversations about how we can try and minimise the impact that it has on our com- competition, but at the same time, if those conversations break down and and we go we just fall back to the way it is at the moment, I think it's still a very good product that that we have.
0: Oh, for sure. If it's not if it's not broken, don't fix it. To a degree, you know, like I don't think it's a desperate thing that is hurting the game at all. I think it, it's. Um, yeah, as you said, like as long as we, you all sit down and you can really look at, okay, this is genuinely going to make the game better for everyone. Yep. Yep. That's the only time you'd want to change anything because it's been like this for how long now? It's been it's the pinnacle of Australian sport to a degree. I know we've just had the World Cup, but year on year, it's the pinnacle of Australian sport. Mm. Um, you don't want to be messing with that too much if there isn't enough advantage to make that
1: sacrifice. Yeah. Cause, and then we've just gone back to the three Wednesdays as well you got to remember that yeah well, they try to condense it by going Wednesday Sunday Wednesday and for whatever reason they they went away from that mm. it, it obviously wasn't um, ideal for the game overall um, whether that be players clubs or um, the business as as a whole um, we've gone back to the three Wednesdays which is that's the other thing mate like the three Wednesdays—it's worked for a very, very long time. Yeah, it's a successful product, as you said. It's the showpiece of of rugby league. People—people people that don't—that aren't rugby league people—tune in to watch it. Mm. So, it, again, you'd have to put forward a very compelling case to the league to say this needs to change because these are the positive things that will come because of it. Mm.
0: Uh, now get some taxi. Uh, get a goat and camera. Oh. <laughs> G'day Goat Cameron. <laughs> as, as a long-suffering drag uh, Doggies fan, I could not agree more and I hope they let the deadwood go. I can't imagine Ogre and Willie would be impressed with people dragging their feet like this.
1: Mm. So that's um, referencing our our conversation at the start around standards and behaviours mm. um, with Cameron Serraldo. So, yeah, there you go. A long-time long uh, Doggies fan there, which they, you know, they've obviously seen the best of the Bulldogs. Yeah. And players that, that did represent the club in the right way and, and had high standards about the way they went about their daily routines.
0: Yeah. And and they were known, you know, especially during that period, the Dogs were known for having a crazy training schedule um, and a very ruthless, I mean, they were called the Dogs of War. Like, mm. um, th- this was an extremely ruthless forward pack, extremely ruthless team. Uh, so, yeah, look, I, I think that if there are players that don't agree, and, and, and for both people, if there's a player that doesn't agree then it's best for him that he also moves on you know if he if he feels that this isn't the place for him to be the best he can be then then it should fight somewhere else it's really it goes both ways yep absolutely um got another text here uh smithy didn't like you as a player but loving you as a commentator as a bulldog fan of 40 years unfortunately passion and ethos at the bulldogs were known for seems to have become irrelevant I'd be happy to sacrifice a couple more seasons of no results to put together a squad of players that have the Bulldogs passion from
1: Harry. Yeah, uh, good on you, Harry. Yeah, it's just – and going, that's going back to you know, what we spoke about before about it's, it's not a quick fix. It's not a quick fix. Like, they're going to have to continue to work hard at, you know, building these standards around what they're trying to do at the moment. And, um, you know, I, it'll turn. Like, we spoke about on the show, mate, earlier in the year, though, there were some good signs from the Bulldogs quite early. They've fallen away in the back half of this season, but – some really positive signs for that club at the, at early on, but they just need to get used to getting through the grind of the year, the hard work that needs to continually be put in every day. Look,
0: as you, you know, talked about at the Storm, no club, go, like every club goes through growing pains when they want to become, go from good to great. You're never going to have the same, no. you know, kind of, there's going to be people that get squeezed out when you go from good to great, because it's just, maybe it just doesn't suit them. They, they go better at another club or whatever it is. Um, we're going to head to a break. After the break, we get to our rising stars thanks to the Bailey Ladders.